everyone, and thanks so much for uh, for coming back uh, this afternoon. This is my three o'clock show, and I'm so happy you're all here. The, pro- the purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet a much, much, much better place. I want to let you know that we are ascending into the fourth and then fifth dimensions. And we only have about two, a little more than two months, three months, maybe a third dimension left before we shift into fourth dimension. I myself have been waiting for 52,000 years or two Mayan Katoon cycles for this moment in humanity's um, history. This is this this um, ascension into the into the higher dimensions. We have tried six consecutive six times in the past to get to this point, and this is the furthest we've ever gone. Believe me. And each time in the past, unfortunately, the negatives have stopped us, but they're not going to stop us now. The uh, supreme being, the God, if you will, the the um, be- beloved um, uh, the spirit who created entity who created all that there is of the uh, god who created all that there is has decreed that this planet shall ascend into the higher dimensions and we've been given enough time so it's going to going to proceed there is nothing that the negatives can do but um like the nazis in world war ii this doesn't mean they're not going to try to um that this doesn't mean that they're not going to try and and stop us so that's what they've been doing is trying to stop us and one of the places they've been trying to stop us has been at um, has been at Mount Shasta, and I say that because um, there's been a lot of um, hold on here. Let me fix something. Um, there's been a lot of of uh, negativity at um, from um, it's been a lot of attempts by the negatives to stop our um, our uh, evolution. And they, there's been a big battle nowadays over Mount Shasta, of all places. And um, I have firsthand experience about that, that, that battle. There's, it started about, um, about 500,000 years ago when there was a galactic war between the negatives and the positives, between the reptilians who are negative and the positives represented by the Galactic Alliance, and including the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, the Sirius, uh, people from Sirius B, um, and there was a huge war. Uh, Marduk uh, was a planet which used to operate the area where the asteroid belt is in this solar system, completely destroyed by the reptiles. And uh, as a result of that, um, they, they, there was, a, there was a, 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 like a treaty signed between the two groups uh, many years ago, but the treaty has been broken time after time after time. And so now it's to the point where there's there, there's been a cold war actually ever since going on, and um, in 22 other star systems, the reptiles have come in. They've offered benefits to the elite of a human planet, and uh, they said that they they tell the elites in exchange for your cooperation and if you agree to decrease the population by 95 percent of your planet's population that we will give you, the elites, certain benefits and you'll live quite well. You just have to reduce the population. They don't tell them that after reducing the population to 95% and extracting every possible uh, valuable um, commodity off the planet, including our DNA, human DNA, um, they, they then blow the planet up. And uh, that's been the familiar pattern uh, for many thousands of years by the reptilians and they 
were past tense. They were trying to do that here to this planet as well. When the Supreme Being stepped in and said, no, um, these people deserve to be, I guess you could call it saved. They deserve to have a, a, a evolution. We've been doing this dance uh, like a Shakespearean play for so long. And finally, it's it's we're doing it right now. We are doing it right now. And um, for those people who don't want to, to go along with the new program, the new Earth, there's been another Earth-like planet created on the other side of the solar system. And that planet is, um, as I'm not sure if it's got a name yet, but it's like Earth. Um, but it's, it's a place where negative entities will go there and work out their karma. Um, this is a planet of free will. And people are free to, to um, basically have the choice to do whatever they want to do. They want to ascend, they can ascend. If they don't want to ascend, they don't have to ascend. It's entirely their choice. So um, um, it's unique in the solar system because there's a lot of, or in, the, in this universe, because there's a lot of planets where you don't have free will. Free will is um, it's kind of a very unique kind of planet. The planet itself was started as an experiment where that if you allow um, 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 good choices for people and bad choices, the theory is that if you allow evil, most people will choose the good side instead of evil and, and, and create a better world as a result. Well, that hasn't worked out too well. And um, as you know, we've had a lot of conflict on this planet. And it is the one planet, the one part of this universe, this Earth here, has been the stumbling block to the rest of this solar system. And I've been told the rest of this universe to ascend, believe it or not. Other planets in this solar system are now ascending. And the last planet to ascend, I should, shouldn't say the planet, but the group of humanity is us, the people on this earth. So the people who are totally awake, who are negative, who don't want to make a better world, who don't want to help uh, our service to self instead of service to others, they're not going to be allowed to stay on this planet much longer. And they're starting to, to shift out. And they're starting to leave. Um, and you will see that among, if you are a light worker and you do want to, you do want to, um, uh, you do want to um, ascend, um, there is, um, um, you will be part of the new earth. Many people won't be part of the new earth. And uh, it's, a, it's an evolutionary time. It's a winning, winnowing, if you may, if you, if I may say so, from the wheat, from the chaff. But it's an exciting time to be alive as well, because of all the planets in this universe, this planet, Earth, right now, is the most exciting show on, in town. Just ask any of your friendly ET alien friends, <laughs> benevolent uh, ET friends, and they'll tell you the same thing. <laughs> but what's important as well, we are all humans now, lightworkers on this planet, we are all what's called boots on the ground. They are limited by the doctrine, by the galactic law of, of, um, of non-interference. There is a prime directive. There is actually a real prime directive that, in, that, 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 that prevents um, benevolent ETs to come in and directly help us. Uh, there's an exception to that, two exceptions. One is if we ask for help, they'll come in and help. And number two, they will not let us destroy ourselves in a nuclear war um, or um, or like Fukushima destroying the planet, or like even this, this vaccine program, which is basically a suicide program. Uh, they will not let us totally destroy ourselves. And so um, 
uh, that's why they've, they've intervened. Uh, they intervened on the shot program, the vaccine program. When, when Bill Gates and Warren Buffet uh, designed the, um, the vaccine and the, and the virus, it was meant as an extinction level um, uh, program to wipe out 95% of humanity on this planet. Now, Gates and his, his creepy friends, um, he is actually part reptile. Uh, his reptilian friends, uh, masters, are very disappointed that they cannot, that apparently they're only going to kill maybe 25 at max 30% of the world's population with the, with these vaccines. And um, they wanted to kill off 95% of us. So in that point, in that sense, they failed. And, um, but it doesn't mean that they keep, they don't keep trying. Now, Chasta is a very valuable piece of real estate because it, um, it has many uh, time-dimensional portals. It's got portals where you can uh, travel to other parts of the universe. It's a very interesting place here. And it also contains um, our DNA. And our DNA is considered, we are considered genetic royalty because we've been... Um... Okay, thank you. Thank you, Don. We, we, have the, the, um, we also have the uh, DNA of 22 other races in our DNA. And Don, um, yeah, let's go ahead and show that first first picture of the new Earth. I think it's kind of an interesting one. Thanks so much, Don Furman. This is a this is a, a picture of the this is a one I got off the internet, but it's a picture of the the new Earth. And um, um, this is the higher vibrations we're all going into right now. And if you're negative, as I said before, if you're negative, or you're um, you know, and don't want to be part of the new earth, you're not going to be part of the new earth. Believe me, your days are very extremely limited here and you won't be around here much longer. I don't know how you'll exit, but you will exit because mother earth and Gaia, God, if you will, will not tolerate this anymore. She's had enough. Um, she's had enough pollution. She's had enough fighting. She's had enough conflict. Um, and she wants, she wants negatives gone. Um, and uh, this kind of gives you a feel for the new earth. Our vibrations are going to get very high, and it's it's already already happening now. One of the things, of course, um, there are many people um, who uh, have been working tirelessly over the years to help raise our consciousness and make this world a better place. So we ascend and shift into the inventions. Was Dr. Masuramoto? This is one of his little children's books, beautiful little books. Here, it's called The Message from Water. And um, he was he was a scientist, a wonderful man, very loving man. And um, he found that if you send thoughts of love and light to a glass of water on the molecular level, electro molecular level, you will create these beautiful water crystals. This is a crystal created by the words love and gratitude written on us on a on a glass on a side of a glass of water. And um, and and he he found out that we're very powerful spiritual beings. Um, if you send, um, let me show you something here. If you, if you send negative thoughts to a glass of water, um, you end up with this picture here, which is you fool. Isn't that interesting? So if you send, if you send negative thoughts to a glass of water, if you write you fool on a glass of water, it breaks down like this and you don't have this beautiful, um, water crystal. Now, Dr. Emoto's research um, was very uh, controversial, if you, if if I may say so. And one of the things he found out too that everything is haro or vibration. Haro is a Japanese word for vibration. And if you change the vibration of you, 
um, you can you can change the frequency of your disease or whatever you might have and make a real difference in, and provide some some long lasting um, beneficial effects for uh, for you for any physical or spiritual um, condition. And he would have what's called a Haro machine where he would uh, we would he would treat people in Tokyo and he was able to, um, if I may use this word, cure them. Um, and I've seen the to- the uh, Moto office now in in Tokyo. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, Don says he he blesses his scotch by writing the word love on it. That's excellent idea. <laughs> that's a very good idea, Don. Uh, but um, it does work, um, and you might want to try it at home as well. You can um, write uh, love and gratitude on bottles of water. And put them in a windowsill where they get the sunshine. And you'll find after a couple of days, the water's vibrations go up and, and they become sweeter and much more tasty. Um, so um, there's another way to do it as well. Um, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Moto did his what's called a water prayer. It's called the Ho'onopono, where you say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I thank you and I love you. And he did the same thing um, using that prayer with cheap wine in, in Tokyo. And he said the wine would taste like a $100 bottle of wine um, if you did that, uh, which was kind of funny, really. But um, you could take, in, in this country, you could take a bottle, I guess, of MD 2020, Mogan David 2020, and raise the vibrations as well. So it would taste good. I mean, not to say it doesn't taste good already, but it's a cheaper wine, certainly. And um, But um, it's all vibration. Everything is vibration. And unfortunately, uh, Dr. Emoto uh, um, uh, was, was invited to uh, China back in, what year was that? That was in September to, uh, 2014. While he was there, he was poisoned by the Chinese at the, um, in working with the reptilians. And he passed away the following month after being poisoned with ricin in a cup of tea. And... Um, People don't realize this history, but um, um, the Chinese government at the time, and I think, I don't know about now, but back then they had a reptilian government that was controlled by the reptiles. And so um, that's why they've been often very ruthless and negatively oriented over the the years. But um, we are shifting now into the uh, new earth, and there's absolutely nothing that the negatives um, can, um, can, can do about it. Um, I'll give you, I'd like to give you a little bit of history now um, about why um, some of what's been going on in, uh, in Mount Shasta. Don, if we could show the next one, please, with the mountain, with the, with the cloud behind it. That would be great. Thank you, my friend. Um, this is a picture of Mount Shasta I took some years ago. Um, look at that cloud. That's the, that's the mountain there. But just behind it, there's a circular cloud. And, and our earth scientists call that a lenticular cloud. The cloud itself, um, the reason why it is shaped circular is because there's a huge, I mean, a really big um, benevolent UFO contained inside that cloud that came from the hollow earth and Telos. And you can see it there. And I think there's another cloud. Be- yeah, there's another cloud behind it as well. Um, just just below it, you'll, you'll look in there. Okay, yeah, you see that? Thanks, Don. Just, just off to the left there. Just underneath that big cloud, there's another cloud there as well. So there's several ships um, up there. And um, if you look carefully at the cloud formations around Shasta, you will you will see that as well. Now, the funny thing about Shasta is that um, the south side of the mountain is benevolent. 
Um, it's got lots of Sasquatch, um, the, 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 um, a lot of good energies there. There's actually a portal where the uh, ships go in and out at the top of the mountain. But on the other side of the mountain, this is considered the south side of the mountain, but on the other side of the mountain, on the northeastern side of the mountain, I've been told that there's a reptilian base there. And they also have darker elements of the U.S. militaries there as well. Um, let me see if it's still there. No, that, that base has been taken out by the Galactics and the Plataeans. But it was there for many years. And um, so there's been this ongoing battle between, between the two groups. Up until um, starting in about 2010, 2012, the reptiles started um, dumping chemtrails all over the world, but especially in Mount Shasta. And what they would do, they were dumping um, um, barium, strontium, sulfur, and, um, and there was one. There was one more uh, aluminum, aluminum uh, nano-sized particles in the area. With the result that they dumped so much particulate matter in that area that the whole the whole area became like a tinderbox. When you dump, dump massive amounts of aluminum into an area that's nano-sized. They did it for a couple of reasons. Number one was to terraform the area into a place that's friendlier to their species, to the reptiles, to the dragons, and against us humans. Um, that's because in their home planet of Draco, um, in, in, the, in, uh, in their home planet of Draco, the, the atmosphere is mostly <clears throat> aluminum, uh, barium, strontium, and sulfur. It's also very hot, too. It has an average temperature of about 140 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. I'm not sure what Celsius that might. That might be about 50 or 60 degrees Celsius. It's very, very hot. And so um, that's, what they, that's what they were doing. You do see some, still some chemtrails spotted around the planet, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And when I was at Mount Chester recently, I only saw, I think I saw one, one chemtrail. Now, what the um, reptilians are very clever. What they do is they shapeshift their um, their UFOs containing all this crap that's going to kill us, and they shapeshift it into looking like a U.S. Air Force plane, plane so our military gets blamed. Isn't that nice of them? And if you take binoculars and you look up in the sky, you'll see a um, cookie cutter image of a plane. But if you look carefully in your in your telescope or binoculars. There's no plane there. There's just an outline of one. And that's a sure sale, a sure, a sure thing. To, uh, it's, uh, that's a very um, easy way to tell whether the, the, um, the, 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 the thing, the object flying across the sky is actually a plane or is a, is a reptilian UFO. Um, anyway, they do that. They were doing that quite a bit around Shasta, other parts of the country. But now this time, <coughs> I think I only saw one or two um, chemtrails uh, when I was there. So, um, but the problem with, with the spraying of all that stuff is that um, it has created almost toxic levels of aluminum in the forests around Shasta, Northern California, so that if a fire starts anywhere, it goes like wildflower. And that was, what was one of the problems with the fires the last couple of years is because there's so much aluminum in those trees around those areas sprayed by the reptilians that um, it, it wasn't healthy to bring in the, the bring in the breathe in the air because the aluminum particles are nano nano sized nanobot sized so they go into your body and they go through the blood brain barrier into your uh, brain and it can give you alzheimer's after a time um the galactics uh, tell me that they are um 
that they are uh, cleaning it off now as, as we speak. And, um, but there is a big battle going on at Shasta uh, right now. And for many years, it was in the skies above um, Mount Shasta. Now it's moved to the ground level. And this reason I say it's moved to the ground level is because you have agents from various three-letter agencies, U.S. government three-letter agencies controlled by the reptiles who are there trying to stop our ascension and our evolution. Um, I can't give you all the details, but they are definitely there. And if you talk about healing or the ascension or anything else, you will, you can get targeted um, and you can, they will try to eliminate you. I know that firsthand. Go ahead, Don. Yeah. If you'd like to say something, go ahead, my friend. I would, you know why? Because you know how many calls I get on who who's controlling the world? Well, who's who's doing this? Who is creating the catastrophes? Who's behind all this? That's that quotes the number one question, right? Who is behind all the male- malevolence? And I'm going to answer that. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get. I'm going to tell people the answer. There, it won't be a shock to them anymore. No more <laughs> no, guessing. Are you ready for this? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely revelatory. Mm-hmm. Here we go. All right, my friend. Your central banks. Okay. Period. Right. J.P. Morgan Chase. Right. Your central banks controlled by the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and the dynasty they combined. Right. And the same families that were at Jekyll Island that interbred with European royalty and have been for a while. Right. Folks, it's your central banks. If you want to nail down one nail on the coffin, if you want one nail on one coffin, (laughs) you really want to know who it is and you want to square it down. It's the central banks. Right. Right. Period. Right. Period. You know, you might get disillusioned. You might get off track. They're going to, you know, there's going to be, you know, the sleight of hand and all the mystery and all the wonder and all the bullshit. But the fact is, you're at war. We're at war. The world is at war with the central banking cabal. It is the central bankers. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, Make right. no mistake about that fact Mm -hmm. so you can you know i have been researching and uh, uh, for years i have talked to the best of the best the most informed of the informed Mm -hmm. and it always comes down and always will and always uh, well should come down to the same fact And that is the central bankers are the ones that are creating the chaos, creating the murder, mayhem, the death. And, you know, now that you have, now that you have your opponent, now that you know who your opponent is, Mm -hmm. now that you know who's creating the death, destruction, and mayhem, hopefully you'll be able to figure out what to do about it. But again, it is the central banking systems and the central bankers and those that own the central banks 
Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. You right. can go off on saying it's big pharma, it's OPEC, it's the Saudis, it's Putin, mm-hmm. it's uh, Pin. But I'm going to tell you, it is the central bankers. Period. And I think if you go, um, and this is an interesting point, I'm so glad you're on today, Don. We can, I can throw this out. We can discuss it if you like. If you go one step beyond that and you go high enough, you're leaving the humans behind. You go run into the grays and then the reptiles. Um, these, the entities ultimately responsible, even the money system, is an alien reptilian concept engrafted on this planet to control people. Because the other advanced human civilizations across this universe, they don't even use money. And eventually, we will stop using money as well. It'll be a gradual process of where things will be provided for. First off, you'll have free energy and then people's health. <coughs> we will not need doctors, a lot of doctors and nurses, because most people will be able to heal themselves because we're all gods and goddesses, according to, the, uh, according to Zora and the hollow earth and Adama. So um, we won't even need to use money anymore. And the central central banking is just as a reptilian concept of control over us. You just just have to go higher. Right. Um, it's an Orwellian yeah. centralized mechanism <laughs> of control. You know, it, it, it whether it's by off-worlders and on-worlders, and I believe both. I'm like you, Ted. I believe this is a very diabolical um, scheme. And it's been a control system that's put in place, unfortunately, to enslave us all. Um, But here we are. And but if we recognize our enemy and that's the key, nobody recognizes the enemy anymore. We keep thinking we're the uh, you're my enemy. And, 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 you know, the people around you and your neighbors and your friends and and the businesses are your enemy. They're not. Your enemy. The enemy is the central bankers. They are the enemy. What President Kennedy told me a year and a half ago is that once you realize that we are all one, and once you realize that we all have God with the spark of God within us, we'll stop fighting because it's because you're basically fighting yourself if you. If, if you fight, you fight yourself because we all have, we're all different expressions of, of God. No matter what race you are on this planet, what language you speak, um, we are all, we are all from that, from that spark. One of the things that Nostradamus told me a couple of years ago was that if you carry that argument one step further, you realize that all extraterrestrials, all life beyond this planet, anywhere in the universe are all expressions of the supreme being. And um, that's one of the lessons that Nostradamus told me that humanity and even the the negative uh, extraterrestrials like the reptiles and the greys, even they will eventually learn that we are all one as well. And it'll be a way for everyone here to live together in a peaceful coexistence, if you will. That's the lesson of planet Earth. And it's a lesson for the rest of the universe because there's battles going on. The rest of the universe is a huge place. And this is one universe. There's other universes as well. But if once people realize that we are, in fact, are all one, it'll provide a model for other dimensions, other universes, and many other billions of planets to live peacefully. Yeah. So, Rod, uh, I love you, Ted. You're I right on. 
Thanks. I love you. Thanks, Don. And I love your audience, and thank you for allowing me to participate. Thank you. Oh, sure. No, always. And if you got something to say, please, please step, you. step in. Thank you. Please step in. I'll be bringing in uh, three uh, three benevolent uh, beings today. Zora from the Hollow Earth, who's with me here. I'll also be bringing in Adama, who's the spiritual head of the city of Telos, 125 miles beneath Mount Shasta. And finally, I'll be bringing in my good friend, Plidian Admirhalosaurus. He's busy today, but he's he said he'd love to come in and say some words to you all. Um, first off, um, this is Sora, and... Um, he says, my beloved gods and goddesses, how you be all today. Um, I, I am Zora from the hollow earth, and I greet you all with, with much love and compassion and kindness. I channeled this earlier. Um, Mount Shasta is a very valuable um, part of planet Earth. It's part of the heart chakra of the entire planet. And the negatives want to take over Mount Shasta because once they do, they, they, they're going to try to take over the rest of the planet, which is failing. It's silly, really. They've they know they're on their way out. They know they don't that they have no support here, and that God or Gaia um, is is forcing them out. But yet they're still trying. Okay, they're still trying. And um, but Mount Chest is a very valuable piece of real estate because it uh, it contains many portals, um, both time dimensional portals and um, interdimensional portals to other parts of this universe um, that other planets uh, don't have. Uh, also, as I said before, the the reptilians um, treat humans uh, like you treat cows and chickens. They look at us as a commodity to be exploited, and um, it's it's they are cut off from source. They have no ties to God. They think they are God, and and uh, whatever they can do, they can do without being punished for it. Um, but um, that's going up against cosmic law. And um, Zora says that they, he and, and the rest of the people in the Hollow Earth were escaped from Lemuria approximately 12,500 years ago after the Atlanteans destroyed much of the planet with the use, misuse of nuclear and crystalline uh, technology. They ended up um, submerging much of Atlantis, or sorry, much of, well, they ended up submerging much of Atlantis beneath the seas in the Atlantic Ocean. And then in the Pacific, much of Lemuria uh, was submerged as well underneath the, the ocean, except for a few places, of course, that that's what created the Hawaiian Island. And the old capital of Lemuria was at the very top of Maui. And, and he says, if you go to Maui and, and, and go to the very top of Maui, I've been there before, there's a series of steps from the very top of Maui that goes down the, down, down the hillside. And there's also some stone structures there. That's left over from Lemuria. Believe it or not, that's 12,000, at least 12,500 years old. And if you want a wonderful spiritual experience, I urge you to go there because that's some of the oldest places on, on the planet. Um, Mount Chasta as well. Um, um, I know where the portals are. And at the portals, there's actually Lemurian writing. You have to look carefully because it's, it's you know, these these the writing in these huge boulders have been there for like 12,000 500 years but um what's happened recently there's been um agents from a three-letter agency who've come down in the reptilians to disrupt um mount Ch the, the the spiritual activities on mount chasta so all of the uh i think pretty much all of the portals now are closed down as a security measure against these negatives 
So, um, but they have opened the, um, the portals uh, for me and the people I take, uh, take there, but the rest of the portals, if there's negatives around, they automatically shut down because even the negative, the negatives are so greedy. They, they want to go even into the hollow earth and take over the hollow earth. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Their technology for one thing is thousands, tens of thousands of years ahead of the reptiles. At most, their technology is maybe eight to 10,000 years ahead of us here on the planet. However, the technology used by the people in the hollow earth go up to uh, 50, 80, even 100,000 years ahead of us here and far in advance of what the reptilians can provide. Um, so um, it's futile. As Data said in Star Trek, once resistance is futile. And for them, it, I mean, they're, they're going to get wiped out and removed from the planet. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what they want, but that's going, going to happen. Um, Adama is here now. And he's sending much love to all of what he calls um, my beloved uh, uh, brothers and sisters here on the surface of the, of the planet. Um, we exist, he says, in the uh, city of Telos, 125 miles beneath Mount Shasta. And um, eventually, um, through your, there, there will be coming in time within four years, three, four years where um, if you continue to evolve and choose the right path and ascend to the higher dimensions, we will be walking among you um, at Mount Shasta and many other places here on the planet. But so far, they've, they, they tend to stay away from us because of all the violence, because of the negativity. Um, and, but, but they do see that happening. It's going to be a couple of years. Several of our, of our brethren from the Telos have come up to work on the surface in the Mount Shasta area and other areas, and even married into people and had families on, on the surface of the planet. That's been recorded as, as well. Um, so it, it has been done in the past, but people for, for obvious security reasons have to be very careful of that because they don't want the negativity from this surface of civilization to pollute their own world. They've worked hard all these years to, 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 um, uh, to evolve into a beautiful, loving society. And, um, you know, with all due respect to what's going here on the surface, there is still a lot of discord and disharmony. Um, but there are many good things happening as well. And he knows where we are go going to make it. Um, the, um, um, so there, there's been a, quite a battle going on between um, between the um, between the different factions, between light and the dark, between the reptiles and the greys. Um, and remember, um, this morning I, I talked about the um, the treaty, the illegal treaty that uh, President Eisenhower signed with the reptiles and the greys back in March of '54. That in exchange for some of their technology to fight the Soviet Union at the time, that they would be allowed to abduct and study us humans. Well, they've abducted us all right. And um, millions of people were not returned because they used us as cattle or chicken where we were eaten. I don't want to offend anybody, but that's what they do. And one of the things the greys like to do is they like to, I don't want to offend anyone, but they like to feel, they like to swim around, swim, uh, swim around in vats of adrenal chrome much like the elite, the Illuminati, and many, and, and others in Hollywood like to do here. They'll take little, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but uh, they take uh, small children and they'll terrorize them to raise the adrenal chrome. And then they'll, they'll drain their blood out, drink it. And um, I think I'll stop there.
um, as far as what, what they do. But those are reptilian concepts that they use um, to treat us like cattle. And uh, I won't talk about, I don't like to talk about it on the show. It's, it's uh, especially if you have children present, but it's, 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 it's basically what we do to cattle and chickens and farm animals, they do to us. That's how they look at us as well. So for them, we're nothing more than, than animals running around a free range on top of the planet. But uh, we are ascending. And as Zora is saying now, we are all gods and goddesses. Now for our, for our, um, for our history, um, for, for where we came from, uh, we look, we, we are actually from many different places in this universe. But the seed base, the, the genetic base for many people on this planet are the Pleiadians. They're beautiful people, and they are people. They are humans. They're just in a higher dimension. Um, Donna, could we show the Pleiadian constellation, please? It's, a seven, it's called the Seven Sisters of the Seven Stars. It's the third picture I, I sent you. Um, I hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to find it okay. Um, anyway, we'll keep going till Don finds it. Um, the home base of, um, we, I would like to bring in my good friend, Plidian Admirhalosaurus. He's here. Okay, good. Could we, can we show that picture real quick? I just want to give people a feeling for it. That's great. Thanks. That's the Plidians, um, Pleiades constellation. They're called the seven sisters. There's actually seven stars. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, you can see the different stars, the bigger ones there. There's seven. And um, the um, the base where Abrahalosaurus and the Plidian fleet, they're mostly from Alcone, A-L-C-Y-C-O-Y-N-E. That's where I'm from as well, originally. And I volunteered to come down to this planet to help with the ascension 52,000 years ago. Been here a long time. Um some people actually I run into in the last couple of months have been here even longer. They've been here 78,000 years. So they must have tremendous amount of, of patience. But um, the Plidian, my Plidian brothers and sisters are helping us now with the ascension. They cannot directly interfere um, because they're limited by uh, the doctrine of free will. And, you, and the prime directive is real. It is real in the sense that they, you cannot... Um, you cannot um, interfere with a developing civilization such as ours. But um, this is the, the, the Pleiades. I've been in contact with them since 76, 77. Yeah, that goes back that far. Um, at any rate, um, they have, um, let me see how many ships they've got around this planet. 4.5 million. They started with two and a half million a couple of years ago. They've increased it since that time. Um, and what they've been doing is monitoring uh, the evolutionary and spiritual progress of people on this planet. Um, they, they like my show because it's, it's um, I, I'm, a, I'm boots on the ground as, as many as you all listening to the show are all boots on the ground. We can do things to help make this planet a better place and, and shift and help humanity shift into the higher dimensions that they can't do off planet because they're limited by the prime directive, but we're not. We're here. We are part of Earth, and 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 we are here, and so um, and and God or the supreme being, the creator of all that there is, has decreed that we shall ascend. Shall is a predatory, is a is a is, is a. Uh, it's not may ascend. We will ascend you know, into the into the higher dimension. So it's a very exciting time um, to be alive. I talk to my friends um, on board the ship all the time. They are 
they are all listening right now, actually. And the signal itself is also being sent back to Alcon, back to the Plutian constellation. So we have many more people listening there. We have about um, off planet, we have approximately 135 million benevolent beings living to uh, listening today. And I want to thank them so much. That's in addition to the 195 million that we have listening on planet, but we have a lot of a lot of beautiful beings listening today, and I send much love and light to, to, to them as well. Um, the door is there for us to step through for a beautiful new planet. There's absolutely no reason for us to be fighting anymore, just like there's no reason to have Biden as the fake president elected by CNN on M- and mainstream media. There's no reason to follow anything he says. Um, I think I mentioned this this morning, but did you know that the people of, of uh, it's an interesting story, what's happened in Tanzania. Tanzania, Big Pharma, Pfizer came to, to Tanzania here, um, I guess it was last year, and said, we want you to um, issue uh, regulations forcing everybody to wear masks, to do social distancing, um, to say, take the shots, the vaccines for a virus that doesn't exist. And the president, uh, I think Mugabe, I'm not sure, uh, refused. He absolutely refused to. I said, no, this is nonsense. So then pharma killed him and not only killed him, but they killed like four or five other African presidents as well. It's all documented. And so now big pharma has gotten in this new prime minister of Tanzania, a woman. um, And this woman has said, now we want you to all um, uh, start wearing masks, do social distancing, shut down businesses across the country. And the people throughout the entire country in Tanzania said, forget it. You're crazy. COVID doesn't exist. Your measures aren't, aren't doing anything but killing people with the vaccine. We refuse to do it. And you know what? She's, she's become a bit of a, a, a puppet. Um, and she's like a caged animal in, 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 in her presidential palace because nobody pays attention to her. And, and my guides, George Washington, President Kennedy, um, are all asking, why don't we do the same to Biden? Why don't we just let him, you know, do whatever he likes to do with his yo-yo and his plastic, you know, uh, rubber duckies? <laughs> Who cares what he says or does? Um, but unfortunately, there there is there are a lot of consequences to what's happened um, to Biden. Just the year and a half, he has managed to kill off tens of thou- tens of millions of Americans through the shot program. He's managed to put um, the national security of the United States are totally at risk because there are some sectors within the military now who, guess what? They don't have enough pilots to pe- fly the planes. Um, and uh, in Southern California last month, the Naval Command in that part of, of, um, of California had to stop flying their training missions because guess what? There, there weren't enough pilots to fly. They were either dead or too sick, getting bar disease, among other things, to fly. W- what's wrong with this picture? People should stand up to this nonsense because this individual, Biden or whoever he is, is destroying America. They're destroying the world. They're killing off people left and right. And it's not right. We need to stand up for it. And that's our spiritual lesson to learn for all of us here. You know, I, I can't if if this is part of God's plan to wake us up, um, she's sure doing a good job of it for some people because it's the evidence that here is is so obvious. It used to be years ago. People would would say that you're a conspiracy theory and and but but a lot of this stuff is is coming true. All you have to do is do a little digging, even on the internet, which is it's, it's controlled medium. There's places to find good information on the on the internet. 
My friend Plinian uh, Horse would like to say a few words now. He's telling, hold on, let me get him in. Mm. They had a, it was 52,000 years ago when they had a civil war uh, uh, among themselves um, uh, uh, at the play, um, in, in the Plinian constellation. And 64 million people died bef- uh, before they were able to settle this war out. And they realized that violence and uh, conflict was not the way to go. And so, but um, I mean, we've come several times very close to destroying ourselves with with nuclear bombs and nuclear weapons and fighting. And uh, each time uh, the Pleiadians and the Galactics have stepped in, and this was especially true, true during the 60s, 70s, 80s, and, and 90s, where they've come in and stopped either a Soviet general or a, an American general from firing a nuclear weapon uh, at each other. They took literally took their took their finger off the launch sequence. In other times where they've actually fired a nuclear missile, either the Russians at us or the or the Americans at the Russians, they scrambled the um, the guidance system so that the the, the the thing was a dud; it couldn't fly anywhere. So, um, and the bottom line, my Plutonian friends tell me, is that they're not going. The supreme being, the the entity who created all that there is, is not going to let um, her creation destroy itself on this planet. Not going to happen. Sorry, not going to happen. So, all remember all those predictions of gloom and doom back about twenty years ago. Art Bell used to get. I used to watch Art, listen to Art Bell quite a bit. But back in the nineties, Art Bell talked about like the end of the world, the year two thousand. Never happened because um, the um, the the supreme being who created all this is not going to let it happen. Uh, we're all God's children, and no matter what race, what color. What, what language, what religion we are, and no matter where we live on this planet, we are all part of that God complex. And, um, and it's, it's what we, we need to realize that for the future. Mahatma Gandhi, who I'm also in contact with, I really like um, uh, Mr. Gandhi. He's a great man and with lots of, lots, of, lots of wisdom. Did you know he was an attorney before he became a spiritual leader? <laughs> That's so, so funny. There was an autobiographical uh, autobiography book that I read of his years ago I bought in India and um, it was just crazy the stuff um, that he talked about but he would say um, he was a man of peace and uh, for those people who say well I'm only one person how am I going to make the world a better place well you know what Jack Kennedy President Kennedy was one person so was Mahatma Gandhi he was just one person Abraham Lincoln was one person George Washington uh, founder of the of the one of the founders of the uh, great founder of the United States, I'm also in contact with him. He was one person. Thomas Jefferson was one person. We are all one person. And I don't look at th- that statement that I'm only one person. What can I do to change things? It's in is is a valid excuse. I'm sorry <laughs> because we are all um, powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and and happier world. And um, I think I feel uh, some angelic light coming in right now. I, I can see the the, the uh, right hand side of my face kind of lighting up. It's it's kind of nice. But they're all here. And uh, about a year year and a half ago, um, all the pre- many presidents came to me, including presidents uh, Kennedy, uh, Lincoln, uh, Jefferson, uh, John Quincy Adams, Teddy Roosevelt, um, and of course President Washington came to me. And they they all and Prince Franklin too, and they all said, um, uh, "Would you help us start a program to save the republic?" And so, 
I've been doing the best I can with these radio broadcasts and in raising people's consciousness regarding that. And we've just got to keep trying, my friends. Um, the negatives are on the run. The vibrations themselves are rising to the point where negativity doesn't, will not be here much longer. It won't, it, the, the vibrations will get so high, the love vibrations will get so high in this planet that there, there won't be the, these, the negative people here now won't be able to live here anymore. If, 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 you know, they will go off to their own negative planet on the other side of the solar system where they will, they will evolve on in their own time. Um, and um, uh, people like George Bush Sr. are over there now, um, as, well, as well as Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Mao Zedong. Many negative entities are all, are, all, 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 are all over there now, and they will be there for a minimum of 25,800 years. That's the time it takes for a planet in this solar system to go around the central sun of this of this um, galaxy um and then they will be given another chance to ascend now twenty five thousand eight hundred years is a long time to me uh, but i guess in the greater scheme of things in the universe it's not very long but that's where they'll be for this time so if you miss if you miss this boat if you miss this train if you miss this ship um there will be another one coming eventually but you're gonna have to wait a long time <laughs> time um to do it so um and um if you've looked at tyrannical regimes in the past they honestly don't last very they don't live that they don't last that that long in this in the greater scheme of things um and but the good ones do last for a long time and we are on a path to a beautiful and and happy planet and um all of the great spirits from Presidents uh, Washington, Kennedy, Lincoln, um, Teddy Roosevelt, um, uh, and and all the, uh, the great the great spirits on the other side, including Archangel Michael, Uriel, Raphael, Gabriel, um, they're all asking that that we join each other in creating a beautiful and happy planet where people can live in peace and harmony, without the fighting, needless fighting um, that we've had so much of in, in the past. One of the things that um, uh, uh Soros says that when they communicate with each other on board the ship, they, they are um, in the uh, higher dimensions, fifth dimension, sometimes six, but mainly fifth dimension. And when they, when they communicate with each other, they do it through sending t- t- telepathy. Um, uh, language is secondary. Um, Cher- um, Pladean language sounds like Cherokee, Cherokee Indian. I'm part Cherokee, so. Um, so it's interesting for me that that and and Cherokee legends talk about the seven sisters. Many 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 Native American uh, tribes talk about the seven sisters. They talk about the Pleiadians, and um, and what they do is that they talk about the seven sisters, or they'll, they'll make up another another um, uh, acronym for them. But they they all come. Many of them come from the Pleiades, uh, who were here. The Hopi, I believe, came from the Pleiades as well. Uh, and they know the true story, the true history of planet Earth. And um, at, at any rate, um, um, so for me, there's a special connection with the Pleiades for, for many, most people here on this planet. And I've been thrilled to come in contact them with their very loving and kind and benevolent um, beings. And they really do love us and they do care about us as well. They don't want us to go through all the different 
um, problems that other civilizations that that they had. I mean, why repeat their mistakes, right? They said, there's no need for you to, to kill off 64 million people in order to to evolve. You really don't. And the interesting thing they said about the vaccine program is there's no reason for you to self-inflect through your own free will, which I don't think it's completely free will, but to, to use your free will to stick a shot in your arm to kill yourself. I mean, the knowledge now is so great about the studies regarding the death rates. Um, there is a, um, there's a company, there's, a, I didn't realize this, but I found out yes, uh, last couple of days that there's actually a casket company in the United States um, for funerals that makes special caskets for little, uh, for little kids and babies. It's a certain size and it's a very specialized market. And um, they've said that in the entire history of their company, which is like 60, 70 years old, they've never seen the kinds of orders for caskets. Um, it's a very sad thing, the number of orders for caskets for little boys and girls and babies killed by the vaccine, mm -hmm. approved by that monster in the White House, Biden and Fauci, who are knowingly killing Americans and knowingly killing little children and little babies. Um, just from my own perspective, there's a special place in hell for people like that who are knowingly killing little children, just like little children who went to the concentration camps, no different at all. And they, I guarantee that they will be punished for their actions. But um, that's one of the interesting statistics that just came out the last couple days. And um, people need to realize what's really going on here um, because um, um, these... Um, these people need to account for their actions and they need to be stopped as well. I, um, the purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place, my friends. And I know if we all work together, we can create a, a much better and happier planets, um, a much better, a much better place. If you look up in the sky, if you're questioning whether um, those Plutian ships are up there, just look up in the sky any night anywhere you are on this planet, in a place where you can clearly see the sky, you might want to get away from this. A lot of cities, you know, have a lot of light pollution. So at night, if you want to get out in the rural countryside, just look up and take a good, good look at the sky. The Plutian ship itself, the, the, mother, the main mothership is located above Mount Shasta. Although they have an additional 4.5 million craft around the planet, and you can see them um, as well. Most are staffed um, by uh, husband and wife teams. Uh, which gives it a greater stability in terms of uh, working together. Um, there's also, um, they also have drones as well. Um, and they're monitoring all of, all of our activities here on this planet to see how we're doing. They're listening today, actually. And this, as I said before, this show is being broadcast, um, is being listened to on the ship. Hello, my Clidian brothers and sisters, Navarhalosaurus. And then it's also secondarily transmitted back to Alcone, the main base in the Palladian constellation. So they, it's a window in our, in our world as to what's going on and how things, um, how things are going. Uh, many years ago, I started my show at the, at the request of angels. Um, I was in a point in my life where I was changing careers and frankly, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so um, I got my answers. All right. I, um, I got a uh, first answer was from a homeless man in Seattle who came up to me in the library in this library and said, Ted, you should start just by my name. He said, Ted, you should start your own radio show and start writing books. And then I looked around and he was gone, poof, gone. So he was an angel about a little more than a month later, another man, another, another library, like libraries reading. Uh, he came up to me, uh, a fireman. He said, Ted, you need to 
start your own radio show and start writing books. And then he disappeared. And I thought, well, I guess they're trying to get, teach me, <laughs> give me a message, I guess. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't know the first thing about uh, radio. I love radio. My dad used to listen to the radio all the time. So I always enjoyed listening to the different radio programs he was listening to. And I want to credit him for helping me getting, getting on my path, this particular path in life. Um, but uh, as luck would have it, I met somebody who had a friend at uh, KKNW in Seattle. And that's how I started my show. Um, that was uh, back in um, 2013, almost nine years ago now. And um, so I've never, never looked back since. And it's been one of the best decisions um, um, I've made. If you do go to Mount Shasta, be careful. There's a, there's a battle and a war going on right now. Um, there's a lot of, um, there's negative energies there trying to shut down the portals, um, attack light workers. Um, it's, it's a real battle going on. But um, so if you do go, put your hand on your heart, send lots of love and light to the Galactics and Pavidians and ask for their help and protection because they, they, they will help you. Adama will help you as well, as will um, Azora of the Hollow Earth. They're beautiful, loving, benevolent uh, um, beings who will help you. All you have to do is ask. This is a planet where, where we still have free will. And so you have to ask for help. They don't automatically come in and help you. You have to ask. Like Don, the experience you had the other day, you, you know, in effect asked for help and they showed you that they were there and they're, they're helping you now. And I know that uh, I can't wait to see the future. I do time travel and I teach people how to, how to, how to time travel. And I've seen the future and it is very beautiful indeed. There's all kinds of technology out there that's been hidden from us. And it doesn't mean that we haven't paid for it. We paid through, through our tax dollars in the United States here and countries all over the world, but we haven't been able to get any of that for our own use. And I'm talking about now the med beds and the secret space program. Um, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was told that the med beds should come out by the end of January, 2021, uh, after um, President Trump should have been elected, uh, was elected to his second term in Washington, D.C. in January, 2021. And as we all know now, the election was stolen by the negatives and um, um, they, um, um, which was unfortunate because the medweds were, were scheduled to be released at the, at the end of January. Now, during this Shakespearean theater of uh, some idiot in the White House who places his rubber ducky in a yo-yo and he can't, he can't do anything except read from a teleprompter, um, they've kept that technology hidden from us, but it will be coming out and I've been told it will be coming out this October just after we shift into the fourth dimension. Um, the good news is that the, um, the med beds will help heal many people with physical problems, um, including the problems from the, um, from, the, from the vaccine as well. That'll be a, a great, great help to humanity to have those, those out. And that'll be coming out this October. The only thing that they cannot do is heal the mRNA damage, which is actually... Um, um, with all due respect to Dr. Robert Malone, he's a great guy, a great scientist. Um, that technology came from uh, not only not any Earth scientists, but from the rep reptilians. And I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, they um, back many, 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 many thousands of years ago, there was a there was a group of, of humanoid um, aliens uh, who looked like us, not quite the same, but close to us, living in the uh, Orion constellation. And they were just learning 
they had just discovered space travel and they were just leaving the Orion constel constellation to go on a on a space journey around the around the uh, around the universe when a um, reptilian ship happened to be in the area and showed up. And what the reptiles did is that they they captured all of the people on in, in this in this area, the Orion constellation. They managed to capture ninety percent of the humans. Ten percent escaped in the Orions, but 90% were captured. The men were sold into slavery and the women were all, women and children were all killed off except for 1600 uh, women and children, which they genetically altered uh, through mRNA technology. That's right, to become a slave race for the reptiles. Okay, I'll repeat that. They were captured um, by the reptilians, all the women and children 1600, um, all the women and children were killed except for 1600, and then their genetics were, were altered by mRNA technology. This is alien technology. It's not human technology. It's thousands of years old to become a slave race um, without any emotions um, to serve the, the reptilians. Um, one of the things that the reptiles have been doing since um, um, at Area 51 in Nevada um, since Eisenhower signed this agreement with him in March of 54 is that they've been perfecting this technology to take over the planet with this mRNA technology. And, um, and um, there are actually about nine, I think it's nine or 10 different levels uh, at Area 51. The first third are staffed by humans. The second level, this third level is staffed by humans and reptiles. And the third level all the way down is swept entirely by uh, reptiles. Um, that's where they were doing their research to perfect this uh, so-called vaccine created to uh, remedy a problem with the virus that doesn't exist anymore. And um, so our, our scientists have actually noticed and uh, scientists in Germany have noticed um, that, um, that there are nanobots in these things and they go to different organs of the body and they actually target different organs of the body. Some for for uh, for cancer, for all kinds of genetic diseases, and um, but um, this is all alien technology. It's not human technology. It's all alien technology, and people need to realize that um, that there's a much bigger agenda going on right now. And um, if you look at if you look at the world that way, not in a conspiracy sense, but actually what's going on, that there is actually negative extraterrestrial influence on this planet, influencing our daily lives. Um, you think that you may have a prime minister of a country, for example, the prime minister of New Zealand is a reptilian, shape-shifted. And you can tell that sometimes because her eyes will have slits in her eyes, much like the Queen of England, which is a reptilian. Um, she and the royalty of Britain are, are all reptiles. And royalty was created on this planet as a hybridization between humans and reptiles to control this planet. And so um, people, I know this is a lot some some people to believe in but believe me this is this is the hidden factor don earlier was talking about the banking families well if you go beyond the banking families because money is a reptilian concept you look at the control you look at the ways they manipulate society look what's happened with our media um in the secret society speech that i played from president kennedy uh, on the on my morning show um that was a problem back then. He talked about the control of the media, people not getting the information they need. 
And it's become, if anything, I would argue that it's become much worse than the 1960s. Back in the 60s and 70s, uh, 80s, we had reporters which actually worked hard, independent reporters, part of mainstream media. Walter Conkrag is one, Dan Rather, a lot of other good, Brinkley and Huntley. They all worked hard to, um, to ferret out the truth, to tell people what's really going on, because that was the basis of a free society. Um, of a democracy, if you will. But nowadays, we don't have a mainstream media that does any of that work. Many of them are owned by this, by what, five or six different corporations. And they often use the same media outlets and the same channels to do the same research and manufacture the same story. And people get brainwashed. Adolf Hitler found in World War II that if you tell a lie loud enough and long enough, people will believe it. And And many people uh, during the last year and a half have believed that masks work. They don't. They believe that the uh, the so-called virus is killing people. It wasn't. They believe that the shot program would actually, quote, quote be safe and effective and help them. And it was not going to, doesn't do any of that. It's a genocidal technique in order to control and kill us off. And that information now is finally coming out. How many people will have to die in our, in the U.S. Navy, in the U.S. Army, in the U.S. Marines, um, the other branches of our great military, um, uh, before people realize that this is a genocidal thing and they're just preparing the way for the Chinese to come in and try to take us over. How many people, how many more people will have to die? Um, about a little more than a year ago, there were stories coming out in Australia where that government there forced their military to take, to take the Pfizer shots. And as of in, in, as of May of, uh, 2021, um, the the defense minister for Australia was dead from uh, taking the both shot, Pfizer shots, and 25% of the Australian Navy personnel in Australia were also dead from uh, dead and disabled from taking the Pfizer shots. I don't know what the situation like is now in, in Australia. It's hard to get any information because it's controlled by the negatives. Um, but um, how can you have an effective military to defend your country and its natural national interest if most of your if it, most of your um, military is dead? You can have all the weapons you want in the world. You can have all the nuclear weapons you want in the world. Like for the Australian Navy, you can have all the ships you want in the world. But if you don't have anybody there to um, um, to um, to you know to to operate them, what what good is it? And people ask should ask the same question um, for um, um, uh, us as well. Um, you know, this this uh, we're taken for a ride, my friends, and we haven't haven't been told the truth. Don, I love your comments. You've been I know you've been listening here, so I'd love your your comments on who really controls the world, if you like. If you're there, <laughs> if you're busy, Don, that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, Anyway, I want to, um, this is a special time in human history. Um, I, I think um, by, the, uh, by the end of August, when we shift into the fourth dimension, um, things will really shift for the better. And we're seeing that now. What did, what did the old song go, go by, um, by the mamas and papas that said the darkest hour just before dawn? And I think this is the darkest hour just before dawn. And a lot of people will either wake up or they're going to die. And I hate to say, say that in blunt terms, but people need to wake up now. And if they don't, they are going to pass away. Um, they're not going to make it this time around. I think some people, for example, aren't ready to, to ascend. They, they, um, they prefer the old patterns, the old ways of doing things. But that's not what Mother Earth wants to do. The old Earth. Well, Ted, 
Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank sure. You. <laughs> I, I, I have to come in through a different port and thank you. But yes, I, it's, it, you know, central bankers, it's kind of like the cabal. Who are they? Who are they? You know, we've narrowed it down to the central bankers. But who are they? Who the fuck are they? And, yeah. folks, that's a very easy thing to understand. Have you ever heard of Jekyll Island? <laughs> yes, I have, actually. Good. Yeah, yeah, I well, sure. Well, who were the families that sat at the table? Right, right. The 13 families of the Federal Reserve sat at the table and they said, we need a way basically to control the money supply of the United States so we can take it over and have people pay for things that they don't. And rule the world. And rule the world, exactly. And rule the world. What did, what did by, Rothschild. By the way, those families did it. So right. if people are wondering who, you know, they're, they're like, well, who, who did this? Right, right. Who are they? Right. Well, folks, it's written in your history books. Look right. no further than your history books. It's the very central banking families that decided to coup, to coup. The largest, largest money-making system in the world, the United States. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. That's, um, that's absolutely right, my friend. Yeah. And, and you can guess, and we can all go argue, and who's rich and who isn't, and who are the richest. Well, Putin's a billionaire, and Jinping, and... And I mean, and, and the Indian over India overlords and all these U.S. Uh, from Bill Gates to Soros, you know, between you and I, they're all just heads, heads of the Hydra. But the meat of the Hydra, the meat is the few and I mean few families, nine or ten families that control the central banking system, period. And you know, people can argue with me all they want, and they do, and I laugh, and I do laugh. I love to laugh. <laughs> but the fact is, these central banking families have cornered the financial banking establishment they've yes. infiltrated every form of finance and they are trying to dominate the globe period it is those few yeah. central banking families and yes they've interbred and yes they're part of the european and british royalty right. but they are the same banking families you are at war we are at war there is a war mm -hmm. against those banking families and us and why is there a war well mm -hmm. when you own everything 
when you have a hundred trillion dollars between Vanguard and BlackRock, who are owned by the central banking families, when you can buy every piece of property in the United States, literally, how do you gain more when you own it all? Right, right. When you right. actually, when you actually have attained everything, mm-hmm. how do you get more? And that's where we're at. Right, right. They're going to get more because you will have less. And the few that remain that have anything, they will start to lose it. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's what uh, Klaus Schwab talks about in the New Economic Forum, Forum, about you will own nothing and be happy. Yeah, right. Tell that to people in the concentration camps in Hitler's Germany. They weren't happy. They own nothing yeah, and they weren't happy. Wonderful. Same thing. God, I love Klaus Schwab. What a, <laughs> you know, I, and, and by the way, I love his, bikini, his dick bikini. That's his what? Sorry, Have Don, what? Have seen his dick bikini? He's got a bikini. bikini. His dick bikini. No, I haven't. Oh, I I, I need to turn myself up some more. (laughs) Have you ever seen his dick bikini? I haven't. No. Uh -uh. Oh, what a sight. (laughs) What a sight. I think he's probably reincarnated from World War II, one of the SS or something from old Germany. So that's what I think has happened with him. Right. Maybe. One of the things that President Kennedy did that really endeared, endeared him to these 13 banking families was the order, executive order 1110. And that order um, uh, mandated that the, um, that the U.S. currency no longer needed to be printed by the Federal Reserve. Instead, it was done by our U.S. Treasury, which is required under Article 7 of the United States Constitution. And the first thing after uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson um, uh, conspired to murder President Kennedy, the first thing he did in office within hours, he signed an order revoking that uh, executive order so that the. uh, Right. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Right. So you can see which, you know, which side of the, 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 the bread's buttered um, was buttered on, on that score. Um, Anyway. Um, yeah, but we have uh, we're on the verge of a we are in the middle of creating a beautiful new civilization, and um, I want everyone when you when you make a decision, there's two hearts people have. They've got one between their in their in their logical mind and also in their heart mind. Always follow your heart mind, and it'll it'll never uh, never fail you. Always give you the right answers for whatever whatever you need to do. I teach people how to talk to the other side and. Talk to benevolent ETs, and if you like, uh, I have a mentoring program too. I do readings. Just send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at at gmail dot com. And I especially want to thank Don and Doug for providing the forum for me to talk to. I love you, Ted. I love you. <laughs> no, I mean it, Ted. Ilhesh, you are another me. I love you. No, oh, thank you, thank you, Don. Love you too, my friend. Well, I want everyone to remain strong. Uh, this is a trying time, um, um, but it's it's uh, as a Charles as in Charles Dickens uh, as in a Charles Dickens novel. It was the worst of times, but also the best of times as well. So I want everyone to focus in on 
the positives as much as possible to know that we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. And on Monday, I will be talking about on my German show starting at uh, noon um, Pacific time or 9 p.m. Central European time. I'll be talking about the, the, the values of Shungite. Shungite's an amazing stone. comes from Russia. It was used by uh, Napoleon to clean the water, uh, clean water. And um, it also helps uh, uh, protect you against radiation and dirty electricity. Um, anyway, I have be having a friend, Derek Conduit, coming to us live from Marysville, Washington. He has a whole store. Shungite. Anyway, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun program. And that'll be on my German show here on BBS Radio 1 this Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central European time. And with that, uh, Don and Doug, thank you so much for your fantastic help. And I know if we all work together, we can create a much better and happier world. Um, Out of This World is a listener-supported show. Um, And if you'd like to contribute to keep us going, just go to my website at outofthisworld1150.com or go to my BBS website. Much love to everyone. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.